politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now we understand politics right and left so what are you waiting for put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a ride of your life welcome joining us today is mr fabian All right people welcome back and a very happy day to everybody this is aniket and on the other side of the screen is fabian with me now uh, we generally come once a week every week to explain you what exactly is happening in the world and try to relate a topic to it so that you know you can understand better what exactly politics is this is politics for dummies and we've reached almost almost 10 episodes i'm really excited for that uh apart from that let me share a story with you whenever someone asks you how do i look or what do you think about this rather than saying something good or something bad you simply say great you all you have to say is that that's great and that is what i feel diplomacy is that's a very diplomatic way of answering and in today's episode we're going to actually learn diplomacy from a diplomat this is the top tier presentation that we're going to give you so fabian how are you doing today okay i'm in following what is happening in delhi india and the rest of the world and still trying to keep myself cheerful <laughs> in the midst in the pool of negative news trying to find something positive is like finding diamond in a coal mine uh fabian you've been a diplomat uh for your life uh you've traveled the world you've uh, you know been an ambassador you've you've managed things and you've represented our country so let's start with this one simple question what exactly is diplomacy well diplomacy is uh, saying the right thing to the right person at the right time in the right manner wanting to have the right result wow this can mean you know solving a problem or reiterating one's own stand it can be either all right so if i say the right thing at the right time to the right person in the right manner with the right stance does that mean that i am pacifist and i'm avoiding conflict or does that mean that i am trying to avoid a bigger harm that could come to me but the purpose of diplomacy is to resolve the differences before they become conflicts or war so the purpose of diplomacy is to persuade the other now let me give you another example a counter example okay and president biden said in public that putin is a killer 
Now that was not diplomacy. It was undiplomatic. Now I am speaking non-diplomatically without being undiplomatic. <laughs> so what is the origins of diplomacy? Well, I have a weakness for etymology, how words originate. Okay. So let me sort of cater to that first before explaining further. Diploma, that is the Greek word. It means diploma is folded into two. Ma, M-A, is a thing. Actually, it means a state document folded into two. Okay. So state documents were issued that can be permitting you to travel or appointing you as somebody, you know. So that is how the word diploma and diplomatic diplomacy comes. Okay. 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 Now, thing is this, you take the word ambassador. Now that came in the West in the 12th century. You know, that word in Italian, it means ambassador, somebody who was sent out. But in India, we had the word Rajdut much, much before that, representing the king, Rajdut. Yeah. So the point I'm making is that it is wrong to think that diplomacy originated in Europe. Oh. It was there in the rest of the world long, long, long time ago. So is someone who's diplomatic being a coward or being a smart person? Let me tell you about the best ambassador India ever had. And that is Hanumanji. <laughs> yes, I mean it. Hanumanji went to Lanka looking for Sita. And in the court of Ravana, argued the case exceedingly well. And when they tried to do something... Langa Dahan. Mm. So, you know. <laughs> All right. All right. That's what it is. That's the best diplomat that we could ever get. Uh, the second best is Fabian sitting next to us. So, that's... <laughs> ah, you are being diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have so, you heard uh, this one? Have you heard this one? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You know, when a diplomat says yes, it means perhaps... When the diplomat says perhaps, it means no. If a diplomat says no, he or she is no diplomat. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now, uh, moving on, uh, let's let's talk about uh, diplomacy in different parts of the world, cities and stuff like that. So, uh, was Chanakya the one who actually originated diplomacy in India? I wouldn't say that he originated it, but he wrote Arthashastra which I tell you is infinitely better than Machiavelli's Prince, you know, okay. which was written 18 centuries later, <laughs> you know. And uh, so in Arthashastra, Chanakya tells us what a diplomat should do and should not do. Okay. So uh, what's, what's up with uh, uh, places like Greece and then uh, uh, Rome and medieval Europe and modern Europe? What, what was diplomacy there then and now? Well, in ancient Greece, as we know, it was uh, a group of city-states which went to war with each other at times. But often before the war started, they did send out... Uh, uh, I wouldn't call them ambassadors because that title was not there. 
they did send out representatives okay to talk and to sort out matters without war and rome of course you know rome was like uh, washington you know many countries uh, have lobbies there you know that pakistan sends a lot of money united arab emirates spends a lot of money to appoint lobbies yeah okay. now that was the case in rome that was to bribe and please the senators you know so that also was there and then medieval europe uh, the church okay the church had a lot of diplomacy okay the pope uh, did a lot of diplomacy then what happened was that uh, we had the wars of religion 1618 1648 yeah ending with the peace of westphalia when the roman empire the holy roman empire declined and the territorial princes they became more powerful so there you find the origins of the modern state system in western europe and then diplomacy started and uh, the first uh, foreign office was established in france in 1626 okay all right so sending your ambassadors or representatives to different countries to represent the people who are residing in their country for example there might be representatives of india in america representing the indians living in america is that a part of the diplomatic uh, you know settlements that all the countries in the world have or some countries have refused to keep diplomats you know when uh, mao zedong uh won the revolution in china 1949 america did not recognize the prc people's republic of china and they had a uh, diplomatic relations much later in the 1970s okay so that also happens india did not have a resident diplomatic relations with israel till 1992 or so okay you know of course they had a consulate in bombay yeah but there was no resident diplomatic you know ambassador level you know what i mean in fact um, taiwan has resident ambassadors with a very few number of countries okay you know because uh, i mean prc will frown upon you if you are too close to taiwan oh yes yes very true uh, a very famous wrestler called john cena uh he went ahead and uh, said that taiwan is a country and uh, china pressurized uh him into saying that you know taiwan is not a country so who was trying to be diplomatic here was china trying to be diplomat or uh, the wrestler who said this was trying to be diplomat or none of them were trying to be diplomatic <laughs> let me put it this way it yeah. is chinese style of diplomacy Ooh. that is hitting hard Okay you know what I mean? the, okay that has been their style for long okay. i don't think it will change only thing is that occasionally they still talk you you know they talk very nicely but be careful okay so china is a snake clearly um <laughs> that is very undiplomatic of me now uh, fabian <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell me the most diplomatic state ever and the most undiplomatic state ever and then we'll get into the best diplomatic situation in the world you mean the most diplomatic state meaning a state which has exercised a lot of diplomacy 
Yeah. Okay. India has exercised a lot of diplomacy. Ah. Starting from 1947. Okay. Let us look at the Korean War, 1952-53. When it started in June, initially the North Koreans they came down, and the South Koreans,、uh, you know, retreated. But then General MacArthur, he came into the scene, and、uh, the South Korean army, especially the American army, technically it was the United Nations army. They went up north. Now, they were going up and up, you know, closer and closer to the Chinese border. Then, at midnight in October 1950, the Indian ambassador K. M. Panikya、okay. was woken up by the Foreign Office saying that the Prime Minister Chulai wanted an urgent meeting. So Panikya went to the Foreign Office. And Chuan Lai said, "Tell Nehru to tell Americans Truman that if MacArthur doesn't stop, then the Chinese People's Liberation Army will get into the act."、Mm. Well, you know, around two o'clock or three o'clock, the embassy worked hard and sent a cipher message. Okay, we communicate in ciphers. We can't、yeah. put it in plain English in the open. Well. Nehru got it. He sent the message. Truman got it, and he ridiculed Nehru. He's saying that Nehru, the idealist, he doesn't know what is happening in the real world. Why? Because Truman had been told by MacArthur, "Oh, our boys will be back home by Christmas time, December twenty-five, nineteen fifty." So Truman ridiculed Nehru and dismissed him. Lo and behold, what happened? Three years later, more than three million deaths later, the ceasefire was on the same 38th parallel, which Nehru had proposed. So、wow. tell me, who was the realist? Who was the idealist? So that is one case where you know a country which practiced a lot of diplomacy, whether it was Korea, whether it was into China,、uh, even in Korea. You see, the war was going on, and、uh, there was a stalemate, but it was not ending. Because the two sides did not know what to do with the prisoners of war. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because Americans said no prisoners should go back to the communist system. China said nothing doing. Prisoners will go back to their countries. Now it was V K Krishnamenon who gave the formula: let the prisoner decide. We will keep them for some time and let them decide. And that is how the Korean War ended. So to cut short a long story. The Korean War could have been ended in 1950 October, if Truman had listened to Nehru, and it ended in 53 only because V K Krishnamurthy gave the formula for about the prisoner of war. So that is diplomacy. All right. So the most undiplomatic state. Well, coming to undiplomatic state, let me tell you something which I have personal experience. Yes, I was Joint Secretary Gulf. In early 1990s, when Saddam Hussein, President Saddam Hussein of Iraq, foolishly decided to have a picnic in Kuwait. Okay. Okay. Now we tried, India tried very hard to find a negotiated settlement. That is, Saddam Hussein should leave Kuwait. Okay. But 
America, that is President Bush Sr., he had decided that there should be a war. Okay. okay. So though we went to Paris, I had gone to Paris with my minister, Alger, uh, Gujral had gone to New York and Washington, but Americans had decided to have a war. And Bush had the habit of saying, Saddam, Saddam, not President Saddam Hussein. And then you know what happened? This happened, the invasion happened on the 2nd of August, 1990. Okay. Christmas time, Saddam Hussein released women and children. And then the American minister, counselor in the embassy came rushing to me. What's happening? What's happening? Because, you know, they knew that we were in close touch with uh, Iraq. So I said, well, he has decided. And uh, the, the signals we are getting is that uh, he wants to get out. I tell you, the minister was so worried when I told him that Saddam Hussein wants to get out of Iraq. You know why? Put it very briefly. Once Miss Pentagon is dressed up for a party, she has to have the party. Yeah, true. And that was that. So that was an unnecessary war and where America discarded diplomacy, you see, and wanted the war. And the same thing applied in 2003 when uh, Junior Bush invaded Iraq. And look at that now. What a mess they created. Yes. See, so there are the two instances. Okay. Um, uh, let's talk about the internet. Can diplomacy stay alive in the world of internet slash Twitter slash Instagram slash Facebook? Well, let me put it this way. The former president, uh, Donald Trump, did a lot of harm to himself, to America, and to the rest of the world through tweets. True. You know, and in the morning hours, you know, he impulsively tweeted, saying this, saying that. And then the Department of State, their uh, MEA, had to work very hard. You see? So, tweeting is good if it is done with some responsibility, with some deliberation. Okay, it's a way of getting across a certain message. But you know, the message has to be sensible. Yep. Not uh, decided by your impulse. Okay, not decided by your anger or your uh, friendship. No, diplomacy is not about anger or friendship or hatred. Diplomacy is getting things done without going to war. So the words have to be chosen very carefully. I told you about Biden calling, and now Biden is going to meet Putin in June. <laughs> he better not drink any tea or uh, any beverage when he's around Putin, okay? He better, better carry his own water bottle. <laughs> uh, now, uh, last question, Fabian, and this will mark the end of today's uh, session. Is diplomacy a brilliant career option? And uh, if so, what do people need to learn or educate themselves in to be a diplomat? Okay, they have to, of course, listen to our podcast. True, very true. They have to listen to the BBC. They have to read up the Guardian, Manchester Guardian, Guardian International. And they have to read up some books which we can suggest to them later or now. Okay. Yeah. But above all, you should have a 
what shall I say, an inclination. You know, you should like it, otherwise don't do it. Because diplomacy is representing your country, okay? So that requires a, a certain attributes. First is, we should be calm. However difficult the situation is, you should be calm. And uh, another thing is that you should be firm when necessary. You know, it's not a question of uh, being goody-goody. No. Only thing is that even when you are firm, you express yourself calmly. Okay? It is not screaming. Third thing is that you should know a little bit of psychology. Let me tell you, there was an Indian ambassador uh, in uh, Paris. Uh, he, in, after Second World War, before he goes to a diplomatic dinner, he will get from his, uh, through his private secretary, who are the other invitees, and between whom he will be sitting. And he will study about as many of them as possible. Mm -hmm. So to the lady sitting next to him, he can say, Madam, how is your golf? Okay, and to the other lady, he can say, hey, how's your writing? I read your column. You see, that is personal rapport. Now, that is very important diplomacy. All right. So if you have the inclination for all of these things that Fabian has suggested, then diplomacy is a great career. You will become a millionaire immediately and you can buy yourself big bungalows in Delhi. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it's like a regular job. You will still get salary, but at least at least you will get to meet new people and uh, represent uh, our country. And that's a great honor in itself. Uh, Fabian, thank you so much for this great episode. Thank you so much for teaching us about diplomacy. Can I be a diplomat? Is that a question? Yeah. Can I be a diplomat, Fabian? You can be. You have the essential attributes. Cool. I and know. And you are still welcome to join the Indian Foreign Service. Yes, definitely. Definitely something that I will look forward to. But uh, that comments us today's episode. Definitely get in touch with me if you have any questions on HD Smartcast. That's our Instagram handle. My personal handle is Radio Aniket. And uh, Fabian, uh, if there are questions for us, can we answer those questions in the next episode? Certainly. With pleasure. All right. So we'll try to answer as many questions in the next episode. Uh, till then, uh, stay tuned. Check out the other podcasts uh, on HD Smartcast. Check out the other episodes of Politics for Dummies. Uh, get yourself educated. You're sitting at home. You're not probably doing anything really great apart from working. So take a break, listen to a podcast and have a great time. Bye-bye. Bye. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.